Hello, movie lovers. Welcome back to another episode of Chatty Sisters, where I talk movies. I'll start with the basics, like who was in it, what it's about, and my review. Then after a short break, we'll go deeper and get into the spoilers. Hey, y'all. It is day 13, and I have just watched Escape 2120. This is a movie that I watched on Tubi, so you already know what to expect. This came out in 2020. It is a sci-fi independent adventure movie. It is rated TV 14, but I can't tell you why because I cannot find anything. But based on me watching it, I would say like minimal violence, like some action type violence. I don't know, it's, it's not violent. There's not really a language thing. There's no sex or nudity or anything like that. So it's actually, pretty low-key um our writer director is brian bennett and our tagline is it's not where they are going but when which i guess is kind of implied by escape 2120 it is a time travel movie our writer director bennett has also done precognito um that is their own only other movie We have our two main stars, Edward Pritchard, who was in The Wrong Man and Precognito. And then we have Samantha Ipima, who was in Driftless and Big City Small World. Our production company is Furio Productions, who has done Precognito. Our description, I got two for you today. Tubi says, an orphan teen helps two scientists travel to the future but ends up centuries beyond them in a primitive new world that has been expecting him. IMDB says, a detached orphan teen escapes to the future, but when he arrives at a natural utopia, he must evade a lynch mob, convinced that he is the prophecy devil's child. Now I'm let that sink in. We got orphan teen, which is the same. We have helping two scientists travel to the future and ends up centuries beyond them, primitive new world, expecting him. We also have escapes to the future, natural utopia, lynch mob, devil's child. These descriptions are very different from each other. And I feel like if you combine them, it will be a more accurate description. This person is orphaned. They are technically a teen, even though I'm going to tell you right now, they are not a child. I thought it was going to be a kid, like 14 years old. It is not like that. Um, the orphan teen did help two, tra- two scientists travel and did escape to the future and did end up centuries beyond them. And the world is a primitive natural utopia. <laughs> They have been expecting him. (laughs) They are a lynch mob and they're convinced he's the devil's child. So yeah, all together, it is the same movie, but separate. It seems like two different movies. And I don't like that you're not really prepared for what's going on in this movie based on this description. This movie is based on the novel, The Magician's Horses by, you guessed it, Bennett. So this guy wrote a book and then said, my book should be a movie and <laughs> made the movie from his book. So 
That's pretty interesting. I think people should do that more often. I got a lot of books that I would like to see turned into movies, but you know, it's not really up to me. Did I enjoy this movie? Yeah, I did. It kept me entertained throughout. Did I need more? Yes. There are some things that I just didn't. I just, I felt like there were things that were missing. I would have liked more explanation, more feeling, just more. Um, I did have some questions. Um, none of them are non-spoiler related. So you'll have to listen to the second part if you actually want to know what those questions are. But yeah, I think it's a pretty chill time travel movie, which I did enjoy. I just wish there was more information given. It seems like it was too short, like too much was trying to go into this short time span. And it honestly makes me want to read the book because I feel like the book is going to have more stuff in it, like more details. And he just didn't know how to capture it all in this, you know, in a movie runtime, which makes sense because there are so many movies that are turned or so many books that are turned into movies that fall short because they did not pull the things they should have out of the book. And I feel like if you've read the book, I don't, you know, I haven't read it. So if the book has more details, like I'm thinking it does, I feel like if you read the book first and then watch the movie, everything kind of makes sense to you because you've already read the detail part of it. Um, and that's not the case with me. So now obviously I want to go read the book. Um, but just after watching the movie, I thought it was a pretty cool movie, a fun concept with, you know, time travel and all that stuff. I just don't think that I would recommend it based on the fact that I couldn't understand it. Like I'm still confused about the, the main storyline here. So I think it's time for me to move on to spoilers so I could talk about that in detail. So I will see you there. All right, y'all. After this break, it's time for the after party, AKA spoilers. Hope to see you there. It's spoiler time. And the first thing I want to talk about is how did they know that he was going to be there? That is the most confusing thing to me because Sally and Doc knew that Dave was supposed to come to them. But like, how did they know that? They did not invite him and yeah, they didn't invite him. And then when he first got there, he overshot it by 700 years. So I just don't understand how they knew that he was supposed to come back for them or something. I, I'm lost there. I mean, it could be chalked up to time travel and how you impact a little bit of the past when you're impacting the future, but I'm not sure that was the case. I'm just I'm lost. So if you've seen it and you understand it, please let me know because I just, I just want to understand. So we have Dave, who at the beginning of the movie, you know, obviously is an orphan and he's looking for jobs. So he meets Doc and Sally, who had him do an assessment that, I don't know, I guess made them feel comfortable with him. And they hired him to essentially inherit all of their stuff. 
so that they could travel to the future, 2120. And, oh, yeah, 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 2120. And so then it was nice. Like he had been with them for months and he had grown closer to them. They even had a little like moment where they were baking a cake, well, destroying a cake for Sally's birthday. And it was cute. They celebrated together. He was helping them with all their tests. We walked the band, wonderful. And so then we get to the point where Doc and Sally are leaving. They go in their little time travel boxes and they peace out. Um, They set up shop in a mausoleum so they wouldn't be disturbed and Dave gets to keep everything. Obviously Dave gets bored and feels sad that the only people who have ever taken interest in him are gone now. So he finds like an older, like, I don't know. It was like a smaller version of their time travel stuff, but it seems like it works the same way, obviously, because he was able to use it and he set it up and he used it and traveled, (laughs) but he traveled too far ahead and it's described as primitive because there's no roads or anything like that. There's no roads, no phones, no, none of that. What you have instead is like tents and things like that. Yeah, so it seems primitive, but it's really not because we have a bar that's in a tent. And then you find out we have portals. And essentially you can travel anywhere with these portals, you know, as long as the other one is empty, which is very cool. But does that mean that somebody can just portal to your house if you close the door and there's nobody in it? Because that seems kind of sketch. I'm, I'm not a fan of that. They would, they would have to do something about that. However, with everybody living in tents again, I guess it doesn't mean anything because just like Dave went in there, he went into somebody's tent, rummaged around, stole some clothes, and yeah, went on about his business. That could just happen. So I don't know how we entered a realm where everybody trusts each other, but that's interesting, and I don't think we will accomplish that by 2120, even though it would be nice, you know, to accomplish that anytime soon, honestly. After he steals these people's clothes and, you know, gets changed, he's walking around trying to play it cool, and he goes to the bar and he's like, surprise me, and he's like trying to make conversation about the um, the area and things like that. But he doesn't want to ask too many questions. Meanwhile, I would be like, what's today's date? Where am I? Where's Doc and Sally? Like, I don't know. I would totally put myself out there because I would have to know at least the date. And so when he finally does ask a question, he asks where the cemetery is. And now he was talking to Nolly at this point and Nolly is like freaking out for him. It was like, you're the devil's child. Like everybody knows about you. There's a whole prophecy And she goes over that and she helps him get adjusted to this new world. But when these military, non-military, it's like military, but they're not affiliated with the government. They just can do what they want, which seems kind of primitive to me. When they find out, they try to send him off into space to be a part of space travel because he is the devil child and he is going to make terrible things happen 
which is just which is weird like I wish there was more to that because I really don't understand the devil child story either so um yeah so basically that tries to happen but then it doesn't happen and essentially Dave figures out how to go further or backwards so that he could be with Doc and Sally and that is the time period that he was expecting to be in with like the supercars and things like that and he was all excited to see it with him but he was like I can't be here and he goes back to be with Nalia and I'm just like okay and because like he goes forward I mean he goes backward with them to change the prophecy so when he goes forward there is no prophecy and him and Alia can get to know each other and you know have a thing but yeah I don't know it's like he traveled he did this time travel thing so that he could be with like his step-in parents and then ditches them for this woman named Alia and I don't know it's just I don't know. It just kind of fell flat for me. I'm saying I don't know a lot because I really don't know how to describe it. Um, I feel like there just could have been more, more explanations, more feeling in it. I just didn't really feel connected to the characters and maybe that was what was lacking. I do want to say I have two questions that I think may just be goofs in the movie, but one is the taser. That was found it was in the archives i don't understand how the taser is still working there is no way that the battery is still working in that thing to where it is fully tasing somebody and then also they had connected the handcuffs already like they had locked them and they didn't have a key but then they were able to handcuff nalia which i don't understand but i think that was probably just a mistake on their part so yeah uh it was a pretty interesting movie i would like to see more i think the plot was headed in the right direction but essentially i just could not feel connected so i'm gonna leave it here let me know what your thoughts were if you've seen it um let me know what your thoughts were on the podcast is there any other type of information that you would want to know if I did not like a movie and wouldn't recommend it um because that would totally help me in the future for these types of podcasts but for now I will let you guys get back to your day and I will talk to you tomorrow thank you for listening today I would love to hear your thoughts about the movie so look for me on twitter instagram and threads at chatty sisters and if you enjoyed today's podcast share it and leave a review now you know what I'm gonna say If you don't believe me, then watch it. And if you don't agree, then comment.